It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the third day of August 2023, coming to you from uh, Bedford County, Virginia, a little rainy Bedford County, Virginia, as a matter of fact, right now. Uh, today's kind of a somber day for me. This was my mother's birthday. Uh, had she lived, she would have been 105 today. Unfortunately, the last, well, four years of her life uh, was miserable uh, on us and I'm sure on her. Uh, things like that happen when you're dealing with dementia. In those days, they didn't really uh, want to call it Alzheimer's, but I'm sure it's all pretty much the same. Uh, but anyway, her, her life the last few years was terrible. She was able to recognize my sister and my niece up until the end. I wasn't quite so fortunate. Uh, the last uh, year or so, she... I mean, you could just, the blank look when you were, I was visiting her that was like, she had no idea who the fact I was that came to see her. But anyway, today's her birthday. So happy birthday, mom. I'll be with you one of these days again. All right. We've got uh, several stories this morning. $100 million expansion to Ocean Key. You know, I, I've talked about this a little bit in the past with the change in the schedule, but we didn't have any real details on what they were going to do. We still don't have full details on how it's going to go, but there's a, quite a bit more information about it uh, now as of yesterday than we've had uh, for some time. Also, this is a, kind of an interesting show for me. Carnival advises disabled on legend cruises. And that's not the only story dealing with my my family in the uh, disabled market. An airplane fire at Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson International Airport. Trimline. I not know about Trimline, but they do quite a bit of work on uh, cruise ships, on refurb jobs. Uh, any number of things, plus supply the cruise industry with some of their fixtures and things in the construction project uh, process. But Trimline assists with ADA compliance. Princess Cruises partners with the LA Rams. And of course, we have a weather update today, but it's a little bit better uh, than yesterday that and lots more live here at 11 o'clock today. All right, folks, today is National Watermelon Day. Not one of my favorites, if you want to know the honest truth about it. But uh, I, I don't dislike it. So if I get like a fruit bowl or something like that, uh, I don't mind it. It's got some watermelon in it, 
but I'm not one just to get a big piece of watermelon and eat it. Uh, but yeah, I don't mind watermelon, but today's National Watermelon Day, so I have a, uh, have some today. All right, my buddy Elizabeth down in Cozumel sent me a video clip, and unfortunately, I don't know why, because it was sent to me on Messenger, and I can always download stuff from Messenger, but for some reason, this clip I couldn't, but it had to do with yesterday's ice cream sandwich day, and it was some lady that made an ice cream sandwich pie, and she started with a big uh, uh, pan full of ice cream sandwiches, and then layered it with you know, whipped cream and uh, Miracle Whip or something like that. I don't know what. There's several layers on up on top of the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, I would probably have uh, knocked my teeth out on that one. So, if you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. If uh, anytime you you want to access the podcast, you can do it via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All the big hitters like TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Pandora, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Stitcher, any of the, any of them. And there's probably some that I missed in that. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the Fat Travel Guy. Also, there's always a link in the description of the podcast if you're listening. If you want to hop over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description, so you can do just that. All right, before we get to the news this morning, Elizabeth also sent a couple lovely pictures from uh, Sunset Yesterday in Cozumel. Very nice. So, unfortunately, I couldn't bring you the uh, pie. So... And I have no idea why that didn't work <laughs> on my computer. So, all right. Ooh, I see Mike's with us. Hot Air's with us. Steve's here. Good to see you guys this morning. All right. Um, I guess the first thing we need to do today is knock out the weather situation. Uh, there's nothing in the Atlantic. Everything went away. It's completely blank. That's cool. Not so in the Pacific. Uh, powerful Dora continues westward uh, at 11 p.m. Hawaii time. The center of Hurricane Dora was located 780 miles southwest of the southern tip of Baja, California. Dora is moving toward the west 17 miles an hour. And this general motion uh, at a similar forward speed is expected to continue for a couple days. Maximum sustained winds are about 130 miles an hour currently with higher gusts. Dory is a Category 4 hurricane with some additional strengthening, strengthening expected through the day today followed by gradual weakening beginning late Thursday and continuing into Friday. Dora is still a reasonably small tropical cyclone 
with hurricane force winds extending outward only about 15 miles from the center and tropical storm force winds only about 45 miles. The estimate, minute, uh, estimate central pressure is currently 952 millibars, uh, which tells me there's uh, more to come. And thankfully, again, folks, it's out in the middle of the water. So this is a massive hurricane for nobody. I mean, it's going to affect some of the shipping lanes. I'm sure it's going to send some additional uh, surf along the coast of Mexico uh, and Central America. Uh, but it's nowhere near land, so that's a good thing. All right, off the southern coast of uh, Mexico, a broad area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms located several hundred miles south of the coast of southern Mexico is associated with a tropical wave. An area of low pressure is expected to develop from this feature uh, during the next day or two and environmental conditions appear conducive for development of this system. Tropical depression is likely to form by the weekend as it moves west, northwestward or northwestward parallel to, but not far offshore, the southern coast of Mexico. We're talking about 30% chance of further development over the next uh, two days and 70% chance now over the next seven days. So uh, Dora just continues on to the west with nothing but water in front of it. And this one is going to probably strengthen right up and give us something to talk about for the days to come. All right, if you haven't done so, folks, please consider smashing that like button for me. If you haven't subscribed, please uh, hit the uh, uh, subscribe to this channel. It's just take this as my invitation. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, this channel is undergoing just phenomenal growth right now. Uh, we're adding about 460 people every 28 days, which is a nice run for me. Uh, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when I go live or when a new video is up. Uh, and again, it doesn't cost anything, and that helps us out a bunch. All right. The top story today has to deal with Ocean Key. Ocean Key, of course, is in the Bahamas, and they shut are shutting it down for about three weeks next year. More information came out yesterday. Why isn't that starting? Typical that I would screw something up, but here is the clip on Ocean. Over the past 18 months, I've visited Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve six times. It's my favorite of the private islands in the Bahamas. So I was quite interested when they announced the closure for some six weeks in 2024 for expansion and improvement of existing facilities. More details on that became known to the public just yesterday. 
MSC Cruces has received approval to expand and upgrade the popular private island Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve in the Bahamas, according to the June 2023 report from the Central Bank of the Bahamas. The project will cost $100 million and will complete phase two of the development. There have been all kinds of speculation and guesses as to what was going to happen, but it became a little more evident uh, yesterday. It appears now that the $100 million will be spent under two segments, uh, both operational and guest experience upgrades are part of the upcoming project. On the operational side, the cruise line will be installing new storm and drain management systems. There will be three new buildings for staff housing and a solar farm for sustainable power. That's awesome. Guests will be able to look forward to new entertainment areas, including a private yacht club and other amenities that are yet to be defined. There are talks that there will be new pavilions and beaches prepared, as well as new bars, game areas, and dining options. We'll get more details on that as the future gets closer. Refurbishment and refreshment of the island's existing facilities is sure to be completed during the closure as well. So $100 million is going to be spent on Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve. It will be open to all MSC cruises until April 6th, when MSC Davina will be the last ship to visit until the middle of May with the new improvements. MSC Ocean Key Marine Reserve. All right, the next story today has to deal with Carnival and Greenland and folks with disabilities like me. Carnival Cruise Line has emailed guests booked on select sailings of the Carnival legend going to Greenland here in just a couple weeks. The notification comes just days before the impacted departure dates, however, giving guests only limited time to make adjustments if necessary. Carnival Legend is scheduled to make two fantastic sailings to Greenland. They are both 14-night voyages round trip from Baltimore, Maryland, and visit both Nanertalik and Kokorkotok in southern Greenland, as well as ports in Canada. The first of these sailings departs August the 13th, the second identical cruise departing Saturday, September the 2nd. Carnival Cruise Line has now reached out to guests booked on both departures with an advisory about accessibility and mobility challenges to visit Greenland ports of call. Uh, one of the main problems with this, folks, is over both ports are uh, water shuffles. While water shuffles are not uncommon at different ports of call, the email to guests specifically for those voyages explains that the water shuttles are not accessible for guests with mobility limitations, and it will be necessary to take stairs to board them. Uh, obviously, in a situation like mine, even though I have a collapsible chair, I can't do a full flight of stairs. I might do two or three stairs. 
So it looks like I would be ruled out of going uh, ashore in Greenland. Uh, guests are also advised an inclined ramp is used to depart, debark the water shuttle and any mobility devices must be collapsible to be brought aboard the shuttle. This would include canes, wheelchairs, walkers, or mobility scooters. So apparently these water shuttles, you board on the second floor and have to take a flight of stairs down to the first floor to debark or for other seats. And there's no ramp that you can take a chair down. Uh, my assumptions from this. So basically Carnival is advising those in the handicapped community, the disabled community, that probably visiting Greenland's not such a good idea. Uh, the letter goes on to discuss that the landscape in Greek Greenland uh, and the conditions that the guests may encounter, which can influence their decision on whether or not to debark the ship and explore the ports. Uh, but apparently there's a lot of very uneven terrain, a lot of uh, things like cobblestone and stairs along the way that you have to get uh, around. So uh, guests are required to debark, are not required to guess, um, let me say that again. No guests are required to debark at ports of call. So any guests who feel uncomfortable about the petition, potential conditions uh, for taking water shuttles, exploring ports in Greenland are welcome to remain on board the Carnival Legend. Quite frankly, folks, uh, and you know, it's one of the things that I check out early, uh, which is a good idea. Uh, check out what the ports are going to be like. But um, I would be very disappointed had I not done that and I got this information just days before sailing. That's not the best thing in the world. Uh, Carnival probably should have done this notice sooner rather than now. But thankfully, they did notify the disabled community of potential problems in Greenland. My only real problem with this, I'm, on the one hand, I'm glad Carnival did this. Uh, notifying the guests. On the other hand, why didn't you do it 30 days ago when the guests might have the chance to change to a different cruise or something that is more accessible uh, for their given situation? Again, Greenland is not a real touristy place. You've got to want to go to Greenland probably because you've never been there to go there. You know, Carnival, if they'd really been on the ball, would have done this 30 days ago and given uh, the disabled community some options, you know, uh, maybe without them getting, you know, hit with heavy expenses to change to a different cruise. Just saying, not sure. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they're letting people know, but it, you know, it's a couple, it's just a few days until sailing. All right. I'll be back with some more stories after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to the news, folks. All right, the next story has to deal with Delta Airlines tires on a Delta Boeing 757 caught on fire and burst into flames while landing yesterday afternoon, resulting in the evacuation of 190 passengers on an Atlanta airport tarmac, so reported the FAA. Approximately 6 p.m. while landing at Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport in Atlanta, Delta Flight 1437 experienced a burst in its left main gear tires, according to the FAA. Photo and video were sent uh, to one of the local uh, television stations by a passenger on board, showing uh, on board uh, the Delta Boeing 757, showing individuals utilizing the emergency slide of the aircraft for evacuation purposes. The Delta team was extremely organized and professional with no panic, said Bruce Campbell, a passenger aboard the plane. There are probably 100 ground safety personnel here and 20 vehicles, so the response was amazing. The following statement was reduced by, uh, released by Delta. We appreciate the efforts of our flight crew and Hartsfield-Jacksonville Atlanta International Airport first responders to manage through this safe landing of Flight 1437 at our hub this afternoon. Initial reports indicate that one of the aircraft's tires blew upon landing and components of the landing gear were hot. Uh, Customers uh, evacuated via the emergency slides and are being moved to the terminal via buses. We apologize to each for the experience. Nothing is more important than the safety of our customers and crew. Uh, Just as an addendum to this, uh, passengers on board that flight are going to be charged a discounted rate of $25 for the use of the emergency slide. It would normally be $50, just like the suitcase costs money. No, I'm kidding, folks. That didn't happen. I wouldn't be surprised the way airlines add stuff on, but they're not charging for the use of the emergency slide, I don't think. And by the way, speaking of airlines, did you hear about this nutty lady? A disruptive passenger has been banned from future United Airlines flights after causing a Los Angeles-bound flight to divert to Phoenix. The passenger was upset over an incident with wine and refused orders from the flight crew, according to the airline. The incident took place on United Flight 1813 on Tuesday, which departed 
uh, George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston uh, about 9.43 p.m. Apparently, this lady had had uh, some wine before she got on the plane and was demanding wine and running around the plane trying to get more wine from all of the officials and so forth. Uh, there was some TikTok video of the whole incident. Uh, and finally, they went into Phoenix and law enforcement officials met the aircraft on arrival, removed the passenger, and the flight subsequently departed for Los Angeles later that evening, so said a spokesman for the airlines. The flight landed in Los Angeles about an hour and a half late to this crazy wine woman on board. And it takes all kinds. All right, some of you may not have heard about Trimline in the past. And I'm going to say this up front, folks. I've not worked with Trimline. I do not have any firsthand experience of this. However, I will soon be talking to uh, Christy, and that's one of the questions I will ask her if she's aware of this at all. Uh, I might also be talking to Sylvia sometime this week. I'll ask her the same thing. But Trimline has said that it is working with the cruise lines to ensure the ships adhere to the Americans with Disabilities Act guidelines in order to cater to the needs of every passenger. ADA, which mandates that U.S. Cruise Line must adhere to guidelines to ensure that all passengers have equal opportunities, includes covering a variety of aspects such as wheelchair accessibility, um, a signage, bathroom facilities, cabin features, and public areas company is working with major cruise lines to modify areas, including spas, restaurants, and bars, provides advice on designing and refitting spaces to make them ADA compliant. Among the challenges that Trimline faces in this regard is designing and installing ADA compliant features that integrate with the ship's existing decor. For example, upgrades to changing rooms, treatment rooms, thermal suites, and showers often involve extensive renovations, such as the installation of ADA benches, which I have to have in a shower, personally, uh, or a seating stool. I much prefer the benches to the stools. Relocation of steam outlets. Yeah, you got to have to be able to get the water to you when you're sitting. Uh, and adjustments to control mechanisms and showers. Other cruise ship features necessary for ADA compliance include height adjustable features in bars, counters, and tables that can easy, easily be adapted to accommodate passengers using wheelchairs or mobility aids, clear floor space, ensuring sufficient clear floor space around bars and counters, accessible seating, installing seating options with the appropriate knee clearance for passengers using mobility devices, that's always a problem for me, and I'm going to talk about that here. We go back to the picture you're looking at. Uh, visual and tactile signage, introducing ADA-compliant signage to aid passengers with visual impairments in navigating uh, public spaces conveniently. All right, so let's look at this picture. 
the before picture is a bar on a cruise ship. You'll notice the railing all the way across the length of the bar. Now, picture me in a wheelchair or a scooter. It's about the same height. I come up and it's about equal of my neck. So my head might be above the height of the bar, unless it's an extra high bar. So they can see me sometimes if they're looking. And I hand them my card. They'll fix a drink, slide it over to me, and I have to reach up and get it. But then what am I going to do with it? I got nowhere to sit to enjoy a drink unless I go to a table, uh, you know, and find a table that I can get to with a scooter because there's never enough room around the bars because they're crowded. Then they came in and redesigned the same bar space. As you see in the after picture, they took the railings out. They put in a, uh, a table so that I could roll up on my scooter and use the top there that you know matches the counter uh, to set my drink on, uh, to sit and talk with someone or whatever the case may be. The only thing that I can't tell from this picture is can the bartender fix a drink and reach it down to me on the table or do we still have to go to the handoff with the bar or get a you know a, a waiter or waitress to deliver it to me so i can't tell that from that bar until i'm on would actually be on that specific ship however uh, it's clearly better than it was so i just point that out i was not aware of trimline doing this uh, but from my standpoint, and I know Christy may have uh, a, a few differing thoughts on this because um, she does this kind of work all the time. I just do it when I'm on cruise ships, although she's constantly fussing at me that I need to do it more when I'm on everything I do. Uh, but I, I mean, I study the ships and sit down with the folks and tell them my recommendations for what they need to do. Quite frankly, uh, having a facility that's ADA compliant for a bar is not something that was even in my wheelhouse. So, I mean, everybody knows that what my biggest thing has been the automatic doors in public restrooms or the automatic doors in cabins. Um, I need to expand my a knowledge of what the ADA requires. So now the other problem is you still have cruise ship personnel out there that don't want anything to do with ADA compliance. So but we'll see. You also got some ships now, as Christy's going to tell us when I, she's on the show next week, uh, some ships are going out of their way to make things better for us. So just saying, uh, I'm, I'm all in favor. The more, the merrier with people that are working to make life better for any of us in the disability community. We thank you all for that. Thank Tremont for what they're doing. All right. The next story today has to deal with our friends over at Carnival again. 
a gesture of appreciation for the commitment and hard work of its team members. Carnival Cruise Line has announced a new perk starting August the 1st. All team members will receive a complimentary 100-minute internet voucher during the month of their birthday. This initiative is aimed at acknowledging and celebrating the dedication of the Carnival family. Whoopie-doo. So, basically what you're saying, Carnival, is, okay, your birthday month, we're going to give you an hour and a half uh, of Wi-Fi. So you can make calls or you can send emails. The other 11 months out of the year, you got to pay us for the Wi-Fi. Come on, Carnival, especially on your ships that have gone to uh, Starlink. That's so much cheaper. Give the, the, the Wi-Fi to your staff, to your crew. You know, you're still charging everybody the same prices, even though it's costing you 10% of what it cost for Starlink. I and mean, I'm, I'm glad the crew is getting a month with an hour and a half. Come on, Carnival. You can do better. All right, and the last story today has to deal with Princess Cruises, you know, I'm going to be on Princess Cruises here in a couple of weeks. But Princess Cruise Line has become the official cruise line vacation partner of the Los Angeles Rams. This will involve in-game promotions, sweepstakes, and community engagement activities. During home games, Princess will activate on the infinity screen throughout so SoFi Stadium. Princess Cruises and the Rams are both legendary in Los Angeles for creating amazing experiences and appreciating their hometown, including the passionate fans, local heroes, and the entire community, Prince, uh, Princess President John Padgett said. The cruise Line and the Rams both have deep roots in the region, with Princess as LA's hometown, hometown cruise line and the Rams as LA's original professional sports team, uh, added Jennifer Prince, the chief commercial officer of the LA Rams. Beyond game days, Princess Cruises is the presenting sponsor of the Rams digital series, We Love LA. Fans can follow Rams players around the city from shopping with Quentin Lake to golfing with Ernest Jones, to visiting a Princess ship at the Port of Los Angeles, with Kobe Durant. Episodes are on youtube.com slash LA Rams. When it comes to community involvement, um, where did the story go? When it comes to community involvement, the organizations joined on Tuesday to re uh, recognize the Los Angeles based Fisher House at Rams uh, training camp in Irvine. Paget presented um, presented an award uh, to with a five thousand dollar donation and awarded free cruises to two military families. 
in addition to the Rams and their 2022 Salute to Service Award nominee, offensive lineman Rob Havistan. Um, sorry about the, the delay here. I presented the two military families with tickets to the November 19th home game. And in the picture is John Paget, who's the princess uh, uh, president, and Jennifer Prince, who's the chief commercial officer for the LA Rams. All right, that's going to end the news portion of today's show. So let's go see who's fussing at me in the chat room, which of course is not at all surprising. Mike's with us. Hot Air Tom's here. Steve's with us down in Kentucky. Not a fan of watermelon either. I always was mad as a kid when mom brought out the big melon and everyone got all excited. Yeah, never did much for me either. I mean, kids like to eat watermelon probably because they get to spit the seeds. And that never was much for me either. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. There's Elizabeth out in Cozumel. Buena Diaz, Chile and the gang heading over to Playa del Carmen tomorrow and we'll film a little bit. If anyone is interested, always. We love that. And I have no idea why I couldn't download this, uh, the uh, uh, ice cream sandwich clip you sent. <laughs> I would I would be sucker enough to try that. But anyway, I couldn't I couldn't download it to use it. Hot air says rock and roll on the ferry, Elizabeth. Uh, I think probably she's going to be on a private boat, not a ferry, but that's just a guess. Dennis is with us. Hello, Dennis. No problem with the ferry com seas, she says. Chantier de la Tantique. Chantier de la Tantique. Yeah, I, I got that yesterday. I mean, I didn't say it right when I said it. I didn't have that. In the, no, it wasn't in the today's show. That was yesterday's. Yeah, Dennis, thank you. I mean, I, I, you know, I save everything you send me. That doesn't mean that my brain's going to save it. Chili and I may not have had an adult beverage in Ocean Key once upon a time. Oh, Chili and I may or may not have had an adult beverage. I will never, ever confess to having an adult beverage anywhere with Elizabeth on location. Never would I confess to that. I may have had a, a drink and she may have been there. What can I say? Yo, yo, Brooklyn in the house. Eddie's with us. Hi, Eddie. For your bucket list Greenland visit, save by booking the end of summer repositioning cruise from across the pond to the U.S. Eddie says, good morning to everyone. Wow, in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's right. Eddie lives in Atlanta now. A little, uh, little uh, crash landing, sort of. Wasn't really a crash. He's about 20 minutes from Hartsville. Uh, you left out one important part of the Delta tire story. The aircraft craft took off from Richmond. That wasn't in the story, Hot Air Tom. 
I did not know that. Huh. Well, thank you for that update. That flight was from Richmond to Atlanta. Hot Air Tom, did you do something to that tire? Uh, we're going to, uh, shouldn't charge you with that, but anyway. Uh, wine and wine and Zannies don't mix. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they don't. That would be a mess. I, I can, I, you know, I've just seen people like that too, that just think they're privileged enough to demand whatever they want anywhere they are and expect to get it. And yeah, some of those people, I just like to smack the hell out of them. Excuse my French. A CLIA disability compliance office should be, should be reviewing all the ship's plan before construction begins. Yeah, they should. And that's not being done yet. Uh, that's one of the things that we've been working on trying to get CLIA involved in the construction process. Because you have brand new ships that come out that are horrible. Uh, MSC Seascape. I was on its inaugural voyage last year. And there were issues all over the place. And it was brand new. That just wasn't included in the design of the ship. So, yeah, a CLIA compliance officer would be outstanding. Kenneth Swithers, I'm Pennsylvania. I cannot even begin to tell you how much money I've spent on Wi-Fi living on ships. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, especially uh, it was Starlink. It's so cheap compared to what they've been spending. I mean, goodness gracious, that should be, I mean, there's some cruise lines that are talking about giving the cruise to the, giving it free to the customers. By all means, it should be given free to the crew. Yeah, that's, I, I'm sorry, but I'm glad the guys are getting something. But still, that's, that doesn't, that just doesn't cut it with me. We leave the 20, 21st and haven't gotten it yet. Oh, the medallion. Uh, Chile, have you received your medallion yet from Princess? I have not. Uh, because, well, that's a kind of a long story. I wish I had ordered it now, but I was under a little stress about my passport. I had to renew my passport. It's good until January. I sent it in in June, early June, but they're saying over 90 days. Now, I paid for expedited service and all that crap. I paid a boatload of money, but I didn't request uh, them to mail it to me because I wasn't a hundred percent sure if I didn't, I didn't have a passport. I wasn't a hundred percent sure how I was going to get to Canada. So, and yes, I know they say you can use a birth certificate. I don't want to travel with my birth certificate if I don't have to. So anyway, I just, I let it go too long. Again, in the bottom line, my passport came yesterday. 
So I got no issues now, but no, I have not gotten it. And they, but they do say that folks with disabilities can get it on site. So I will do that. Dennis says you're, uh, oh, just a pronunciation pop quiz. I got you, Dennis. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're very fortunate to have ADA regulations in the U.S. Oh, I know. And I know it is so different in every place that we travel to. Um, but yeah. And quite frankly, getting the cruise lines to be ADA compliant, that would be a massive win. Because uh, we're certainly not there yet. But ADA compliance also means on existing structures as well, well beyond just new construction. So does anyone remember when boom was included? Oh, in Royal Caribbean? Of course I do. Uh, and, and it was terrible Wi-Fi. I mean, from what we have today, I mean, Starlink is a billion times better. Uh, I've used Voom on a number of cruises. I got by with it, but Starlink is a lot, a whole lot better. Uh, so, uh, and but yeah, I, you know they're going to charge uh, what they're charging for Wi-Fi, which is outrageous amounts of money. I mean, for me, for one device, you know, you're looking at. 250 to $300 for a cruise, a seven-night cruise. And they're going to charge the same thing with Starlink that cost them 10% of what a system like Boom cost them. You know, that's, uh, they need, and just like the Carnival people need to do something for the crew, they need to do something about the Wi-Fi for the passengers and the crew. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Kind of a busy show this morning. Uh, but anyway, I do have all my issues straightened out for the next two cruises coming up. So I do know that I am going to be able to get into Canada. And I do know I'm going to be able to get from Canada to Alaska. I can go from Alaska back into Canada which I've got to have the passport to do that, which I'm going to do up at White Pass. So, I mean, I was just uh, in a panic over the passport issue. And yes, it I got it in probably uh, 30, 50, about 50, what's this, the second, 51 or two days um, instead of 90. But yeah, I paid, you know, I paid an outrageous amount of money. I also had to get the card, or I got the card. It hasn't come yet, but my passport came, so my renewed passport. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't care if the card gets, when there, but the card gets here because I got my passport, so that's good. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today, folks. Uh, as always, stay safe. Stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody, and I'll see everybody same time, same place tomorrow morning. Don't forget the thumbs up.
hit that uh, subscribe button as well. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.